Greetings in Jesus' name. The message you are about to listen to is brought to you from Impact Church, located along Parker Road at Polvi House, third floor, Westlands, Nairobi. Our vision is to be a church for those tired of business as usual. You can contact us on plus 254-710-640-240. For further details, visit our social media pages, Impact Church KE1. The kingdom of God is not a matter of words, but power. Welcome to a life-transforming message by Pastor Andrew Mutan. Let's turn our Bibles to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And we will be um, finishing up the series that I began on prophetic, on the prophetic ministry, on prophesying, on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Last Sunday we saw five things. I don't know how many of you remember, but I talked about five reasons why you need to speak in tongues and why speaking in tongues is very powerful and why the devil has been fighting tongues. There is nothing that has been fought so much in the church like speaking in tongues because if you remember I said number one tongues build you up they edify you number two it is a mystery when you're speaking tongues you're speaking mysteries you're downloading mysteries as well amen from heaven tongues are a means of spiritual warfare um, because the Bible says we should pray in the spirit Ephesians chapter 6 what else did I say? How many of you remember? I, want, I like good teachers, I mean good students. Anything else you remember, Winnie? Because we do not know how to pray. As we pray in the Holy Spirit, Romans 8.26, the Bible says the Holy Spirit helps us to pray, you know, with groanings. And then finally, what did I say was the last thing? Yes? That's the one we began with. You build your inner man. You edify yourself, yes? It's warfare. We've already said that. We've talked about not knowing how to pray, yes? Evangelist Chris? We are speaking directly to God, amen? So not only are we speaking mysteries, but there's no interruption. When you're praying in tongues, the enemy cannot even stop that prayer because it's a prayer which is going direct to, to God. And so I encourage you, to pray in tongues, to spend time praying in tongues anywhere, any place, in church, as you drive, as you walk in a matatu, wherever you can have an opportunity to pray in tongues, pray because it is a powerful language. So today we're going to look at spiritual gifts. Now the Bible begins by saying, now concerning spiritual gifts, Brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. Paul is writing to the Corinthians and he begins by telling them, I do not want you to be ignorant about spiritual gifts. What that means is that many in that church of the Corinthians were ignorant about spiritual gifts. And unfortunately, today in the church, Many people are ignorant 
of spiritual gifts. No wonder people are easily um, manipulated. People are easily confused. People are easily distracted by men and women who uh, pretend or, what's the word? Who say that they are using spiritual gifts, but they're actually not being led by the Spirit of God. Because a lot of these people are not able to discern the difference between what is of the Holy Spirit and what is not of the Spirit. But as Impact Church, speaking as Paul says, I do not want you to be ignorant. Not only do I, don't I want you to be ignorant, but I want you to be to operate in these gifts. These gifts are not for only apostles and evangelists and preachers. These gifts are for everyone who is in the body of Christ. Amen? And so when we talk about these gifts, you are supposed to learn how do I activate these gifts. Because these gifts are already in you. The moment you have the Holy Spirit, you, have the, you carry the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But you have to activate them. Paul called it fan the flame when he was speaking to Timothy. In 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 6, he told Timothy, I want you to fan into a flame the gift of God that is in you, that was given to you by the laying on of my hands. So there is already a gift in you. Now, we all, we all don't have the same gifts but we need to desire every gift now i want you to understand something because today i'm going to take you through a teaching on these gifts the gifts of god are given by the holy spirit so even if you go for 40 days fasting and praying for a particular gift it is good to desire god does not stop us from desiring but that gift will not come to you just because you have prayed and fasted. It comes to you because the Holy Spirit has seen it fit for you to operate in that gift. So there are people who, who spend days in prayer because they want to have the word of knowledge or they want to, to be able to walk in the gift of healing. Now remember, all believers have been commanded to lay hands on the sick and the sick will be healed. But there are those who operate in the gift of healing and so there's a difference between what is for every believer as i mentioned last sunday all believers can speak in new tongues but there are those who have the gift of tongues which when they speak that gift of tongues then there will be another one who can interpret the tongues praise the lord so there are certain things that i want us to know about the gifts because we have started by saying number one those gifts are given by the Holy Spirit. That's why every prophetic word God gives to you, you need to write it down. Every word of knowledge God gives to you, you need to write it down. It is not the responsibility of the one prophesying to cause that word to come to pass. It is the responsibility of God in partnership with you to cause that miracle to come to pass. There are many people who have judged men of God on the basis that a word was spoken and the word never came to pass. But what a word is, it is a seed. 
It is a conception. It is something that once it is released, it is supposed to birth something in your spirit. And then you're supposed to travail and to pray until this word comes to pass. Now, some words will come immediately, but some words will need you to have that expectation. You carry, because what the Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That word is supposed to stir up faith in your spirit. Every word of knowledge. That's why the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit are so important in the church. They are so, so important. I've, most of the miracles that I have seen happen have come after giving words of knowledge. One of the most amazing miracles I've ever seen in my life was a certain lady that was healed of breast cancer. And I was, I was preaching at a certain church and, and God gives very, sometimes very accurate words. And, and, I, and as I was pre preaching, all of a sudden the Holy Spirit told me there's a woman, she's on your right and I, I said, there's a woman, you're right here on my right. And you have been diagnosed with breast cancer. And the moment I spoke those words, this, there was a sudden lady. <laughs> she begins to jump up and down. The power of God hits her. I did not know the story. I, I, I was, it was not in Kenya. It was in a different country. I, I think I was living like two days later. I live... A week later, the pastor of the church calls me. He says, man of God, there's an amazing testimony here. I don't know whether you remember what you said. I said, yes, I remember what God revealed. He says, the woman that had that condition came from the doctors with a medical report. There are two scans, one scan showing the cancer and a scan showing there's no more cancer in her body. Can we give, clap our hands to Jesus? God is still in the business of doing miracles. But sometimes miracles will not happen because there is no expectation. People come to church when they are, you know, they, their minds are everywhere. And, 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 and they come in a place, you see like Jesus, Jesus would have never reached this Samaritan woman if he had not told her. You know, that was a word of knowledge. The Samaritan woman is saying, give me, you know, Jesus says, give me water. And the woman says, you know, how can I give you water? You're a Jew. And then Jesus turns now into the gifts of the word of knowledge. He says, go bring your husband. The woman says, I have no husband. He says, you have said right. Because you have had five husbands and even the one you are with now is not. The woman says, now there is a prophet. Do you believe God can use you like that? I say, do you believe God can use you like that? May the Lord open your spiritual ears. May the Lord open your spiritual eyesight. That as you look at people, you are seeing beyond the clothes they're wearing. You'll see beyond the, 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 the perfumes and, and, and the, the, whatever they have on the outside, the, the, the makeup. And God will begin to show you the brokenness in the hearts of people. God will begin to show you the, the pain in the hearts of people. God will begin, but that is driven by love. If you are going to be used by God, the first thing he does to you is to cause you to love people. Now, let me move on to the next thing. 
it is not just love but one of the things that causes people to operate in compassion is being broken you see a lot of us want to be used by God but we've never understood that for you to really be used of God there is a breaking there is always a breaking before a making and some of us are still in that place where he's breaking you taking away your pride taking away your your ambition your desires you we have to get to a place where it is not you can speak like Jesus lord not my will but yours be done but you see it sometimes can never happen until you go through a death process where where god as he says in john chapter 12 and verse 24 unless a kernel of wheat falls into the ground and dies it remains a single seed but it's only when it dies that it begins to produce fruit and some of us have been barren for a long time because there are certain things that god is saying i want you to release that one let it die let that relationship die let that thing die let that whatever it is god says until you release it you cannot walk in the fullness of my glory upon my, your life you cannot walk in the fullness of what i've called you to do because i want to operate in you but there has to be a brokenness hallelujah it comes from where you you get to a place where it is not you anymore that matters there are times when operating in the gifts of the holy spirit means that you don't have to worry about people if i almost all the time a lot of people why do you know the the number one reason why people fail to operate in the gifts of the holy spirit it is fear fear of man's opinion what if i say it and it's not true how will i look like you see if you are still having some reputation to preserve then god cannot use you because god uses people even jesus christ himself the bible says he was of no reputation he made himself of no reputation in other words you don't have to be right you don't have to be recognized you don't have to be rewarded you don't have to be respected you're just saying i serve the audience of one as long as god says it as long as i please god that's all that matters now i have ministered in the prophetic in the word of knowledge since i was only 14 years old have i made mistakes yes so many mistakes there are times god has given me a word and the way i've interpreted it has been different because you hear differently and sometimes you you, you add your human interpretation to the word and, and and many times the holy spirit reminds me it's like i wish you had just said only what i told you because what you added is what spoiled everything you know But, but but most of the time God what God actually gave me in the first place was very accurate. But you see God is telling you about something and you look at the person and you're like this word does not match with the person. <laughs> and so as you give the word now you you add something which you think 
But do you know what the amazing thing? Even though I've had it wrong, I can say without fear of contradiction that I have had more than 90% accuracy in most of the words God has given me. Yes, 10% is wrong, but who cares about that 10%? It is me, it's my flesh, my ego, which will just say, hey, you see, you got it wrong there. But the truth is, out of those 90%, so many lives have been saved. So many people have been healed. God has been glorified. Now, the question is, does heaven care about my ego being pricked? Or does it care more about lives being changed? Of course it's lives being changed. So you get to a place and say, I'm just going to go out there and say, I'm telling you, uh, I mean, uh, almost more than 95 or maybe even 99% of all the words God gives me don't make sense to me at all. I remember standing before a lady, she's a married woman. And the God begins to show me her past life. And her past life was not good. I could see her like, you know, she's like, um, if her, I don't know if these things are not very common, but they're here in Westlands. Striptease, I know even town they're there. These people who go out there and they're strippers and all that, and that's what I, I saw. And, and I call her because I don't even know whether her husband knows about this past. So I just call her. Some things, of course, you can't even mention, shout them on a microphone or anything. So I call her aside. I say, this is what I see. Is this how your life was? And she breaks down. She says, how did you even know that? It's like God got me from a very dark past. But praise the Lord now. I'm saved. I'm delivered. And God has blessed me with a beautiful family. She has a beautiful family. Husband was there. And I just pray God wants you to let go of the past. The reason God is revealing this is because though you are now married, you're still carrying the weight of what your past was. And in that moment, God delivers her. Praise the Lord. So what am I saying? The, 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 if, if I was worried too much, I would have said, eh, what if this lady now turns to me and says, you preacher, how can you say such things about me? Because I mean, God has spoken, but you do not know. But if when it turns out right and accurate, you are amazed. You're like, wow, only God could reveal such a thing. Because in a moment, it was like a flash. I could see almost like a vision. And it's not a good thing. And I say, what is this? So I call her and say, what is this that you're involved in in your past? And so she begins to open up. And God delivers her. Praise the Lord. God wants to use you. But are you carrying your, the weight of you? You know, I am this. I, am, I carry this. This is who I am. This is my background. Sometimes God will have to break all that. Hallelujah. Until you are at a place where you say, God, it's not about me. I don't have to be known. I don't have to be regarded. I don't have to be just like John the Baptist. John the Baptist had reached that point. But Pokemon said, do you know that man whom we just baptized? Now his disciples are also, I mean, he's also baptizing other people. John said, he must increase. I must decrease. Praise the Lord. So, number four, was it number four? Number five or number four? I mean, the gifts of the Holy Spirit do not make you special. Amen? 
people who operate in different gifts of the Holy Spirit are not special people. It's not that God loves them more than other people. And I pray that this, I pray that we understand this. It's very hard for us in the church to understand this. And that's why we have ended up idolizing men of God. You know, we put men of God in a particular uh, place. You know, there are people even who will use that as an advantage. I, I remember one particular service I was in and I was grieved in my spirit. Because this man of God was, you know, using certain, of course he was anointed, but he was saying certain things that for me I was like, now how does this help someone to know God? You know, say, telling people, come and God gives you chocolate, heavenly chocolate. So... <laughs> And, and, and some will say, have you tested it? Yes, man of God. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Says, I'm going to pray for you and God, you'll have a trip to heaven and you go visit heaven a bit and then come back. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm not seeing nobody dying here at that power pit. I don't know how they're going to heaven, you know. But, you know, all kinds of things and people have all this about gold dust and, 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 and coins sticking on the, I don't know if they've had, I pray those some of those don't happen in Kenya, but I've seen them everywhere. You know, people are celebrating because they have, someone said, oh, this is a wing of an angel. It just fell. And, and people get caught up in all these manifestations. But, but you have to understand, this is not, a, God never does anything so he can point us to a man. Everything must be to cause us to point to Jesus. Everything has to be about Jesus being exalted, Jesus being glorified. And, and when we seek God, we should not just seek his hand, we should be seeking his face. But many of us are caught up in the miracles that we forget the miracle worker. We are caught up in the gifts that we forget the giver. Our desire, even when we talk about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, is to make us, you know, just desire to be used of God to turn around the world. Not to make us into some kind of superpowers and some kind of special people, stars, you know. Praise the Lord. If you have a heart to serve God, God will use you in ways you've never imagined. I mean, there, there are things God has done. I, and sometimes I don't want to testify about them because I don't want people to think more highly of me than I am. I want people to just keep me. But I've seen things. I've seen some miracles. I've seen some amazing things. And most of them have not been, have been known even when I don't expect it. But you see, God knows who has a need. And so God brings them. What, what another amazing miracle that I, I've, I've never forget. And that's... That reminds me that God is, God is God. I mean, he can heal you when someone prays for you. He can heal you, you know. So we were having a prophetic and healing conference in a certain city. And, and, and we made adverts. This was way back, 2012. We made adverts and people came. Now there was a woman who had been struggling with the disease. I don't even know where that disease is in Africa, but it's very common in the Western world. It's called multi MS, multiposter or is something. So, so much pain in her body and, and she comes as she's coming out of the car. We are just in the church, just worshiping. As she walks out, the presence of God touches her in the parking lot. 
and she's completely healed by the power of God. And so she walks into the service when it is time now for people to testify. That's how we got to know. She's like, you know, I came here I was expecting for people to lay hands on me. But even before, as soon as I got out of the car, the power of God hit me and I'm totally healed. Hallelujah. God wants to do those things today more than ever before. That's why he says, I tell you, brethren, concerning the spiritual gifts, do not be ignorant and earnestly desire so that honest desire can lead you to pray to God. It can lead you to fast. It can lead you to seek God. You may not get the gift of the word of knowledge, but you will. Maybe you have been anointed with healing. Who knows? Maybe you've been anointed with the gift of faith. But until you desire, until you stir it up. So I pray that you will realize that those people that God is using are not any different from you. They are just people who have yielded themselves to God. Amen? Number four or five, I don't remember, I've lost count. The gifts of the Holy Spirit don't make you more spiritual. It is the fruit of the Holy Spirit that shows that you're spiritual. Buenas feeling. It is not how much you operate in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. When, we, when I talk about spiritual, I'm, I'm talking about maturity in, as a Christian. Your maturity as a Christian is not gauged on how you operate in the gifts. It is gauged on your character. And God is more interested in building a character in you than even in your own comfort. God is more interested in, in building character in you than giving you a Mercedes. God is more interested in building character in you than giving you a big ministry. But a lot of people are so excited when they get the gifts, when they're anointed, that they don't have time to speak time and have character built and no wonder we're having so many shipwrecks we're having so many people come up and they do great things but few years down the road you don't hear about them because they don't have in them the ability to stand the test of time they don't have a foundation they don't have a capacity even to hold the blessing when it comes the blessing causes them to go sleep around the blessing causes them to become liars to manipulate why because in the first place they, they received the blessing but they could didn't have the capacity the book of proverbs says the blessing in the hand of a fool is a curse that's why sometimes god can delay certain things from you so that he can build you your character and character is about the, the fruit of the holy spirit we're talking about love, we're talking about joy, we're talking about peace, patience, long suffering, <laughs> gentleness. I mean, I've been around people who are so gifted, but they're not gentle. You know, you, you make a mistake and you step them a little bit, that's when you'll wonder is this an anointed man of God? Or did they just. 
that gentleness, just being given just a nice person. I mean, you don't operate in the gift. I mean, maybe you don't have the gift, but at least be nice. Be nice, <laughs> you know. But a lot of men of God, and I say this, you know, because I'm also a man of God, a lot of us are not nice. I've heard men of God rebuke people even on media. So if you're not giving money, don't ask questions. <laughs> so you, you, you can have all the gifts. And that's why the Bible goes on in, 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 in 1 Corinthians 13 and talks about love. It says, if, and if I speak in the tongues of angels and I, have, I know all mysteries, but without love, I'm just like a sounding gong or a clanging cymbal. There are things that we can do here on earth and get the applause of men and be applauded by men. But in heaven, it is, it, it is, it is an abomination. That's why even Jesus Christ says, be careful when men applaud you. Because many times men are attracted to the gift. Yet God does not just look at the gift. Because God does not measure success according to the standards of men. Men measure success according to crowds, according to money, according to cars. But God measures success by faithfulness. Have you stayed committed to the word, to the gift, to the calling he gave you? I almost preach like today. I feel like today I'm preaching to ministers. I feel like there's a word. Somebody needs to hear this. Because we, we cannot afford to die carrying what God has given us because we have not prepared for the moment. Oh, glory to God. So God wants us not to be ignorant about the spiritual gift. That means go, go study whatever you can about the gifts of the word of knowledge, about the word of wisdom, discernment, understand how they operate. How can I operate in the gift of healing? Get every, God wants you to know. And the devil doesn't want you to know. That's why in the churches, there's not so much talk about spiritual gifts. There's even not much room given for the spiritual gifts to operate. We would rather have our own little programs and go through our programs and finish and do all these things without allowing the Holy Spirit, because it is his house, amen? But I learned not so long ago, not even, I don't even have to welcome the Holy Spirit to the house of God because he's, this is his house, praise the Lord. I just have to tell him, do what you want to do in your house. But he's already here. He's this is his place. But perhaps the reason why some churches have to welcome him, because he's not there. <laughs> I mean, the, their program, even if he wanted to be there, their program gives him no room to be there. And because of being a gentleman that he is, when you grieve him, that was says, not grieve the Holy Spirit, do not quench the Holy Spirit. So some places he was there, but they quenched him. And quenching means he, he disappeared. It's dry. And so we remain with the name of being alive, but we are dead. But in the name of Jesus, this shall never be the story of Impact Church. 
I say it in the name of Jesus. This will always be a place where the Holy Spirit has freedom to operate. This will always be a place where the Holy Spirit has room to do what he wants to do. If it means us stopping the service when he wants to move, let it be so. If it means us not having worship, if he wants us to just pray, let us pray. If it means us just staying on the ground, whatever it is, that's what we want. Let me give you the last point about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I'm not going to take you through the different gifts, but I give you an assignment to go through um, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. But I just want to teach you a little bit on how to operate and how to activate these gifts. Okay? The last thing that a lot of people are so confused about, the gifts. Just because someone is operating in the gifts does not mean they carry the presence of God. This is very important for us to understand. So important. There is a difference between the gift, because the gift operates because of power. But the presence of God comes because of intimacy. The gift is the power of God that comes in operation because of, of what he wants to do. That means God can use someone in a gift even when their life is not right. God can use someone in a gift because it is, remember I told you the gift is not for you. It is for the people. So someone will come here and God will use them in a gift to heal people because God loves the people. And so you can be confused and say, God is healing people. No, it's not about you. God is healing people because he loves those people. And so we have seen people operating. I was told of a certain very terrible story by a certain man of God that is so heartbreaking. An evangelist comes to town. And this man is being used by God in, 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 in miracles, healing. Cripples are skipping, I mean, are just not skipping, jumping out of wheelchairs. I mean, all kinds of, of, of amazing miracles. And so this, man's, this man, um, his parents were ministers. And so they invite this evangelist into their home for, you know, to sleep over in their home. And, and they believed, you know, this is a man of God and, and all that. That's why we have to have discernment. And, and this, this, this evangelist, great evangelist, ends up homosexually molesting this man. And he did not know how to handle it because his parents are, the, are pastors. And did this man, after doing that, did he stop the meetings? No. The next day, the crusade continued. And miracles were happening. But this man of God who shared this with me, to this day, he's, 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 he's not young anymore, but he's still broken. Why am I sharing this here? Someone can carry the power. And, and I, I feel for ladies 
Because a lot of ladies, they see a man who is anointed. They want to get close to that man. It is sad, but it's happening. Just last week, last week or the other week, I was talking to some bishop who told me, these days I'm very careful about inviting people to my church because I have children here who have been left here by men of God and I'm the one raising them. It is sad, but it's going on. It's happening. Because you, you can confuse the, the gifts, the power, and yet this person has no presence. If you want to know a man that is, in the, that, that is of God, they have to carry the presence of God. Samson shook himself. And he, he, you know, he, he says, I'm going to shake myself as I always used to. But the Bible says, but he did not know that the Lord had left him. Oh, is someone learning something today? You can easily do the same things. You know, you can scream and people use when you scream, the power comes. Some people will even fall, not because of the presence, but because they know when this man raises his hands, people fall. Let me fall. have been to where people are it's like they have been already now I believe in miracles I have seen you know I, I, I came out of a, I probably have shared this before God had to make sure he convinces me about certain things because I had a certain stubborn streak in me saying God I have to make sure this thing works because almost when, when people you know the mom, those days when many many years ago when we were still young that's when this anointing of people being slain when it was just starting of course God has always done these things because even Jesus Christ people were slain isn't it when, when he said I am he people were slain but there's a time when there was a revival of this this was in the late 80s early 90s yes, that's some of us were already old then hallelujah and, and I remember most of the people would pray for me. Somehow I would feel they have pushed me. Some of them, they would even like, almost like they have put their leg there so that I... <laughs> and I think whatever I had in me came from my mother because I still remember my mother being prayed for by some man of God and the man of God pushed and my mother refused and he I told God, I said, God, I need to know this is genuine. I don't want fake things. I don't want copied things. So one day we get into it. I probably shared this here before, but some of you will be hearing for the first time. The way I first encountered the power of God, of healing. We close ourselves in a room, three of us. One of them was, was Pastor Moses Mugara. Some of you know him. And then the other one was another man of God. He's a bishop. He passed last year. Um, was called Bishop Johnson. Great, great servants of God. So we close ourselves in a room. I was the youngest of them all. I think I was just like 15 years old. We close ourselves in a room and we say we are not coming out of this room until God speaks to us. That is how radical we were, how hungry we were. 
So we close ourselves in this room and we don't have anything except water. And we prayed, I've never prayed that way. We literally prayed 24-7 because even when you would try to sleep, someone would tap you and say, pray, pray. So we prayed, we were praying, pray. We were so hungry for God. And you see, we could not fulfill our pledge because the room we were praying from the third day, there was a prayer meeting that had to be there. And we had to be part of that prayer meeting. And so anyway, there was a line of sick people, a lot of sick people that came lined up. You know, when the power of God comes, some of these things we worry about, you know, worry about numbers, worry about people. Bible says where the corpse is, there the vultures lie. It's just a matter of time. People will come. Even in Impact Church, we will have no room for people. It is just a matter of time. So that particular night, we don't even know where the people came from, but people came, filled up that room. And there was a line, I think, of about 30 people who had all kinds of conditions. So these two men of God surprised me that they says, Andrew, today we're not the ones praying. Today you are the one who is going to pray for the sick. So I walk up to the first person the moment I stretched my hand. I didn't touch them. I just went just close to them. The power of God lifted them from the ground, literally uprooting them, and threw this woman over there. I was like, what? Because up to that point, I had not yet been really convinced about that. The anointing of the Holy Spirit to slay people. I move on to the next person. I stretch my hand. Same thing happens. I move to the third person. I'm like, God, what's going on? The same thing happens. I sit down. I say, God, this is too much for me. These people tell me, no, 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 go ahead. The miracle is not only were they slain, but they were all totally healed. Now, I'm about to finish, but one of the things that I've found disturbing, especially in the church today, is that people get slain and they get up from the ground worse than they fell. They're still cursing. They're still doing, saying, okay. And yet, you can't have an encounter with the Holy Spirit and remain the same. Are we together? Either we want to fall so we please the pastor. Or, I mean, do you know there are some people actually fall so that the pastor is pleased? <laughs> he has pushed so much. Let me just assist him. But, but, but the gifts are real. This, I mean, God wants to do miracles. But we must get back to that place of saying, God, I don't want your power without your presence. I don't want your power without your presence. Is there, has this happened before? Yes, God told the children of Israel, says, I will send with you an angel. The angel will kill all your enemies. The angel will destroy, will make a way for you, but I will not go with you. And Moses said, God, if you are not going with us, we will not leave this place. We don't just want an angel who will do all these great things. We need your presence. We need your presence. I don't just want to be known. I don't want to have a great ministry. I don't want just to be known in doing gifts. I just want the presence of God. I want when I die to be with Jesus. I want to see him. The Bible says without holiness, no man can see him. So it's not about what I get here on earth. It's about that intimacy with him. 
Can we rise up to our feet? So I've talked about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I've not gone in to explain what the different gifts are. But I want you to desire the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I want you to desire to be used of God. As Impact Church, how I desire. It's all about, see, I believe God is interested in quantity. He wants numbers. But I, I believe he's more interested in quality. He wants men who are going to, to, to walk the face of this earth and leave a mark. And how I pray that you'll be one of those. Oh, hallelujah. Just raise your hands to Jesus. Your presence is heaven. Yes, Jesus. message is brought to you from Impact Church, located along Parker Road at Polvi House, Third Floor, Westlands, Nairobi. Our vision is to be a church for those tired of business as usual. You can contact us on plus 254-710-640-240. For further details, visit our social media pages, Impact Church KE1. The kingdom of God is not a matter of words, but power.